When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Was it the remix? What yeah, the that hell? was a remix. <laughs> Kaplan, you're an idiot. I yeah, have a you... question. What 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 happened to Johnny I? Johnny I uh, has got a an important engagement that was uh, that required him to leave and his media immediate attention i mean i just saw him get right up just got up walked yeah. out out of here yeah out of here no he told us in advance he wasn't gonna be here so that's he didn't okay. tell me yeah so uh cappy i asked shinano this question yeah um how insufferable are you going to be when you win host of the year again <laughs> it's a good question mm-hmm. because last year i handled it with humility yes you did this year he would not Correct. Wait a minute, you did not handle it with humility. Oh, no, he did. He was dancing on the stage. No, but he was, like, super overwhelmed. Like, he even said, I remember him saying, like, all I wanted to do was be at this radio station, and there were people that didn't think I could be here, and look at me now. I'm so happy. I love this place. I love this station. I love you. He was very, 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 very forthcoming. I didn't hear any of that because I was cheering so loud for him. No, you were <laughs> stunned is what you were. They, did you see the video they posted? Yes. ESPN Los Angeles of yeah. your reaction. Yeah, my reaction was normal. It was inside. You were you were you were melting though. I don't was it? well. The, the the scam was they put a little microphone on me like right. I was going to win, so right. I assumed mm-hmm. I was going to win. Right, right. So it was really I had to adjust my attitude very quickly and yeah. say, "Hey, Cappy, all right." Cappy. The funniest part about the Mandy's last year because it was since it was the first one was we were laughing at Bergman sweating bullets when we were when we won the first like three awards. Oh yeah. And Bergman, you could see him sweating bullets because your table had nothing yet. And then you guys made a, a, a comeback, clearly. We rallied. You did. But the first like three we won. Yeah. yeah. And he, we were all Why laughing because Bergman looked like he was terrified. Yeah, Bergman. What is there to be terrified you about? You looked like you were terrified of their wrath potentially after the fact. Well, I don't know. Because they were going to blame you, clearly. A hundred percent. I blame for everything. Yeah. So yeah, yeah if you guys would have won everything oh man i would have well but that's why at the beginning we were kind of like laughing after we had won a few because we were like just could see like the sweat beads down his uh, i'm wondering show of the year i I mean i personally think we're going to repeat yeah i think so that's the one award we care about it's what i've said i you guys this is this show is the engine for the station no that's nice it is yeah it is the engine for the station so you should win show of the year what does that make you guys the car the caboose the caboose there yeah. you go right the we're the asses right, there right. You go. yeah right but 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 mace you ask an interesting question mm-hmm. how unsufferable would i be should i repeat yes let's think about the question from a different perspective okay how unsufferable might you be should you win no and by the way then let's put it on to george no let me tell you something kaplan yeah go ahead i got a mantle full of trophies <laughs> A mantle full of trophies. I won't necessarily miss this one if I happen to lose. Yeah. Really? And by the way, the only awards that matter are the ones I win. I understand. Yeah. The <laughs> ones that you don't, it don't matter. It don't matter. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. Now, by what the way, George wins, and George doesn't want to win. In fact, George has Ireland said- Ireland and I have said we'd, we'd prefer not to win. 
Well, you're going to win something. Yeah, but I don't want to win. Like, but, I'm cool with winning nothing. By the way, weirdly, it's like you and him for most knowledgeable host, I think. Right, but he should win. Why? He's also but, got, I mean, you see that brain? He's got that forehead. But you're both in the league. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. But he's 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 got way a way bigger depth of knowledge no, on no, random no. nonsense. No, well, he no, does no. know a lot. Of no, no, no. Yes, he yes. does. Yes. He knows okay, way well, more wait, random well, nonsense than I do. Hold on, hold on a second. Let's not get crazy. Mm-hmm. Mace, did you hear what Sedano did to me yesterday? No. He taught me about contract stretching. But oh, I heard you, and then you said, "Call me personally, and I'll explain it to you." Didn't you say something like that? Right, and I had a lot of phone calls last I'm night with sure, listeners. I'm yes, sure. I'm sure you did. Yes, yes. Um, now we also so I think Lindsay took umbrage with something that happened earlier in your show. Oh, okay. well, I just I wanted to know what, what information or where you got the information, the polling place, I guess, if you will, where you said that Emily was favorite to win producer of the year. Oh, you know what? Yeah. I saw. A Gallup poll. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. I buy that. Well, I buy this. That there has, you have it, folks. That speaking has my language. Emily with about 60%, you with about 30%, and Bergman with about 10%. That would be a huge upset. Yeah. It would It would be. But I. Th- you know what? I, I think these are traveling trophies, are they Wait, not? Wait, time out, though. Yeah. Can I ask why you in, in Ireland said that you voted for Emily? Like, is it not a coincidence that Greg and I were both your producers and you didn't vote for either of us? I mean, it's true. Yeah. So you're saying if Emily eventually became your producer, then you would you not, not vote for her either. For somebody else. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, I, you know, Lindsay, I mean, you traded Lindsay. You did. You actually kicked I mean, me you've admitted this. I so this not, is. I did not. So then why be surprised, show. Lindsay? Why be surprised that they voted exactly. for Emily? Because, I mean, I, I guess What I'm did not you expect surprised. them to do? They kicked you off their show you're and now right. they're going to vote for you for producer of the year? You're tougher than that. It'd be like saying that your producers would vote, like Sedano and Cap would vote for me when they kicked me off. In fairness. Well, we did not kick you off. Actually, the call came in and said, do you want Lindsay? And then I said, sure. And then they said, well, Greg would have to go back to Mason Island. I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay, no problem. Right. No, this, yeah, yeah. This <laughs> right. was, okay. But it was you go, not you go away. You, you get out of here. You trade as much as we did. Right. You guys, the, it, was, wa- it no. was told to me that you guys wanted to trade I, her. It was told to me you wanted Bergman off the it show. No, that's not how it was told to me. me getting kicked off the show. That The tra- the other part wouldn't have been even suggested. Bergman was like, the, was like the player to be named later. Yes. Yeah, and by the way, Cappy was very much like, yeah, totally fine. You can let him go. I did not say that. Yeah, I think those were the words. What were the words? Happy. I, think, I think the words were, how soon can this happen? <laughs> yeah, right, right. No, uh, Linz, here's the thing. I cherish our time together. I really so do. So do I, May. So I, do I. I think it was a really, it was a really hard great, time. Great learning experience. And I think the pandemic strained our relationship. I mean, I think the, the pandemic strained a lot of people's relationships. Yes. And for, you know, for, for what it's worth, I think it was extremely difficult to do a sports talk radio show during the pandemic yes. when there was no sports going on. However, the fact that I got you guys all these awesome guests and I, you named me like guest booker of the, the you know millennium. You are. You know, then, you know. Speaking yeah, of you which, are. can you help me out with uh, with Adam Sandler? No, no, yeah, don't, help him. don't help him. Don't help him. No, no, we want Come Adam on, Sandler. I mean, Cappy can do his Adam Sandler right. to Adam yes, Sandler. Right, Lynch. Lynch. We, we want Adam Sandler. We really want Cappy doing an Adam Sandler impersonation to Adam Sandler. Yes. Correct. Uh, well, yes. Totally to me, we would. To me, that's really interesting. That's actually what really if we did it in Crosstalk? What if we had him on during Crosstalk? That's an idea. That would be good. four of you versus... Sandler. By the way, let me double down on this, Linz. The other, the other part of it is you came here to work. I think in January of 2020. Correct. So we. So two months before it all we happened. We got to know each other over a very short period of time, and then we were in different rooms for the next 
two years. years. Yep. So yeah. I, I thought that was one of the reasons why necessarily we were strained. But I, I mean, I, you know, I love you. I mean, I don't oh, know wow. if it was necessarily strained, but yes, you're right, Mace. I, I look at you as, you know, like a, I have like brother love for you. There you go. You know? Brother that's, love. That's some Ohio love right brother, there. Go. Brother love, like brother the, love. like the old, like exactly. uh, wrestling manager. Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah. Bruce yeah. Pritchard. That is but Ohio it, love right there. We have really mended. We have. Something here. So I think yeah. it's, it's. Powerful. Oh, don't forget the time you guys made fun of her cat dying. Remember oh, that? Yeah. yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. Wow. You guys made fun of her cat dying? You cat dying? Did the cat, get a, cat have COVID? It was too lovey-dovey. I had to bring I, some dirt into this. <laughs> on Good job, Jorge. Okay. Of my cat. And yes. like Mason was mad because at the time he was worried that you know I had this new Instagram account and that I was like reach, you know, getting close to the number of followers he had. And so... <laughs> He made fun of, right. he made fun of, he's like, well, Lindsay, nobody wants to look at your Instagram because you, you just posted a picture of your cat today. And I was like, <laughs> yes, Mason, because my cat died today. And that is why I posted the picture of my cat. <laughs> and then you really stepped in it. There. God, Mace. I can't even imagine what you're... Should, did the Instagram post say your cat died? Yeah, you just didn't uh, read You just it. didn't read I it. just looked at the picture. Yeah. Mace, was it true that you were angry with Lindsay at the time because her Instagram following was becoming almost as big as yours oh, yeah. immediately? That was, de- that was definitely something a lot of people here were talking about. People were saying... People, people were talking. Hey, how about those Dodgers, huh? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> One last thing about the awards. I have a question, Mace. You were talking about the awards and that you have a plethora of awards. A mantle full of awards. Yes. Yeah. Um, d- first of all, and this is literally an Do you have an question. Emmy? Yeah. Yes. I do too. Yeah, okay. I have an Emmy. That's what we were talking about back here. I said, I wonder if Mace has an Emmy because I know George does because I looked it up. There are a lot of Emmys out there, like local... Yeah. TV, mm-hmm. So it's not, you know, I didn't win it for. Yeah, I didn't win the sports, the national sports. I mean, yeah. like Ryan Clark just did at ESPN. Oh, di- oh he deserves it. Good As him. the best studio analyst. Oh, that was. That- he, I love him. Oh. Like, legitimately, like one of the nicest people you ever Lisa meet. Lisa Salters won one. For she did. My girl. Sideline reporter My number year, one. And yeah. Happy had to move her back up in his sideline reporter. He had right? to move her up after she, she won the, uh, the, the uh, sideline reporter. I, I when you are Emmy Award winning, you go back to the top of what my are, ranking. So Trudell and I got bounced again. Yep. You guys what are the down. current rankings, Cappy? Right now, it is Lisa Salters one. Yeah. George Sedano two. <laughs> um, Trudell is three. But once football season starts, Pam Oliver will jump right over him, mm. and down goes Trudell, and probably Sedano too. It'll probably go right. Salters. Because football season, I don't go sideline. I go play by play. Oh, that's right. right. So it'll so, go Salters and yeah. then Pam Oliver. Also, if Cappy gets back on the sidelines this year for Westwood one, Cappy will be might number put one. Himself in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I might throw myself in there. I might be my third favorite. Probably yeah. will. Yeah. yeah. Um, Linz, I'm sorry about your cat. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Mace. That wound is definitely healed, but you know, I appreciate it. Now, if it was my dog, I would never forget. Oh, it. oh my God. If it was your chewing. dog, I would have a completely different No, if it was your dog, he'd he'd be mortified. Oh, I would be. He'd you give you $500 for a new one. You were mortified about the cat. No, no but I you'd was... be way more mortified because you love dogs. Yeah. 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 It was a good picture, though. <laughs> it was a good picture. Still there. If anyone wants to see, by the shout way, out to my cat. Jorge buddy. is here stirring the entire <laughs> thing up. Good I job, am. Jorge. Yeah. And he's been the chivato. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Too much love. I mean, Too much love. Cappy was a chivato yesterday. What were you a chivato about? Or two days ago when Christopher was in here? What did he call you a chivato for? Yeah. What, what was the reason for that? I'm trying to recall. Yeah. There was something that I had done. You did you know, something. I remember he mentioned something about uh, you being. 
gutless. You're gutless. Well, yeah, yeah. that's every day. And that's, reckless. That's, that's every Tuesday. Now yeah. I'm gutless and reckless. Yeah, you are reckless, and reckless, though. By the way, reckless, I mean, how you you totally snookered uh, Barrett Sports Media <laughs> into writing this thing where apparently Rob Palenka is listening to the first 45 minutes of your show every day. Right. I mean, how right. did that guy even believe that? I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I love Barrett Sports Media, but did you see the headline today? No, no, I don't pay attention, so okay. I don't know. So retract. <laughs> I always, I always no. They did not retract. Um, but there did was they an retract? article. Stop. They, they talked to uh, Mike Breen. Yeah, and they talked to him about his favorite calls. Yeah, he had his favorite bangs. Correct. It's and the headline said Mike Breen's five best bangs. Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> That's funny. Was it uh, was it the Steph Curry double bang? In no, OKC? I never read the. I never got past the headline. Uh, the headline's great. I never got past the, the headline, headline. Should get you to open it. Oh yeah, right. yeah. Now, do you think they meant it or was it accidental? Oh, I think they meant it. Yeah. Do you? I thought I it was don't. accidental. I, I think was... the fact that what happened with Cappy and that whole thing, I don't think they meant it. Yeah, I, think I it should totally take a, f- a mistake. It was an I, absolute I should mistake. take a screenshot of it and send it to Mike Breen. I think the thing he'd is, laugh. oh, he would the, love The thing that. is yeah. about this this particular website. You know, if you just read through some of the other stuff that they write about, right, and not just on their sports radio site, but their news radio site, yeah, all they do is they just listen to shows and then they just report what it's people are saying on the air. It is a hundred percent true. That is you what know? they do. So but, they're not like they're not like we don't know if Kaplan's telling the truth or if he's full of it. But that's what he said. So have, here but, it is. They have an untrained ear, <laughs> right? That's they all. Do. Untrained ear. Right? They do have an untrained ear. Jorge's on a roll. Did they not hear the end of the segment though, where Cap, where you admitted that you just make everything? No, up? He, well, he didn't. Well, they there was a part in there where Cap said he did make something up, but I don't think they yes, they true. thought that it was the whole thing. I right. think they thought it was just that one anecdote he was referring whole to. cloth, Cappy, whole cloth, spouting right. crap. By the way, did you know that Cappy doesn't wash his feet? What do you mean you don't wash your feet? He lets the soap run down the feet. Oh, <laughs> All right, hold on a second. It also hold explains on. a lot. Hold yeah, on a that second. is that. Honestly, that's all right. Hold on a second. Disgusting. Let me just go around the room here for a second. Yeah. Mace, when you shower and you use soap, yeah, or body wash, right? Are you a loofah guy? Yes or no? No. Are you a washcloth guy? No. Are you a use and apply soap with your own hands to your own skin guy? Yes. Okay. Jorge, same three questions. <laughs> apply soap to, with my skin guy. Yeah. Okay, all right. Bergie, you use a loofah, you use a washcloth? I mean, Bergie doesn't even floss every day. Not every day. I mean, I so what do you think he's going to say? No, but I do. I use a loofah sometimes. Oh, there we sometimes. go. Look at that. That's yeah, a surprise. So we, got in, yeah. we got into a life or death debate on the show recently. Really? I life call, or death? No, it was definitely yeah. not that. Yeah, I mean, it's been, it's, been referred to, it's been referred to in social media, Mace. <laughs> As a civil war. Yeah, there's one person referred to it <laughs> as that. Civil war. Because this, civil war. this one person who wanted to take Cappy's side on yeah. this, who was sending us like screenshots from Google about how loofahs have bacteria, to which Lindsay responded promptly, you can clean those things. It's right. true. You, you wash yeah, right. those. Don't you wash them just like you wash a washcloth? Right. I do. But Mace, yeah. but Mace if yeah. you're not using a loofah, right. or if you're not using a washcloth- Here comes the exaggeration. Mm-hmm. You are not properly, hygienically no, clean. That's no, that's not I'm what a, it said. I'm a total- that's, that's, foot, that's I'm, abs- a, I'm a foot scrubber. That's absolutely not and, what was said. And so, you're a foot scrubber? Yeah. So Laura was also here, and Laura mentioned- with along with Lindsay, that it's to help kill the dead skin. Oh, this is the and ex- loofah. Exfoliate the dead skin yeah. off to regenerate new skin. So that's what was discussed. It had nothing to do with what he just said. Uh, so it has nothing to do with feet whatsoever. No, no, but he did, and he then 
meant I think you volunteered because yeah, you asked, him. "Do you guys wash your feet?" And we're like, <laughs> "Yes, of I, course." Because I have a friend who said. Well, when I shower, I don't oh, wash friend. my feet. He just he said that he just like washes everything else and then his feet are just and like And Cappy's like I do the same thing. Yeah, so the me, soap run down. I mean, here's exactly. the thing. When when the shampoo runs down my head. Oh Jesus. Mace, here's another thing by the way. Yeah. You're supposed to shampoo, rinse, right. shampoo a second time, rinse yeah, and then condition. That. Not doing and that. I don't do that. Yeah, I don't. You got to get the scalp, the yeah. oils have, in your scalp. No. But but I don't actually wash my feet. The water from the shower, the soap from the shampoo, mm-hmm. the soap from the body wash, etc., etc. That's how my feet get cleaned. But you they need- don't get clean because you have foot fungus. Right. And you oh, get- do you have foot fungus? He can't. That he- is have inaccurate. You- haven't you heard him talk about how nasty his feet are and that he doesn't wear sandals yeah, at the beach? Yeah, you don't wear no, sandals because no, 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 you no. don't wash your feet. Also, no, no, Cappy, no. Cappy, you need a pumice stone, too, where oh, it yeah, like, scrubs stone. the bottom of your foot. Yeah. You sure. know what? You are a that. freaking Neanderthal. Yeah, you really are. No, I'm not. I'm You've just got- like most people. No, you're you're I agree with Shidano, Most people wash their feet, bro. Most people don't. Most people just stand in the shower. Based on what? This I is don't... based on data that was collected recently by the Harvard Medical School. Oh, yeah. There's actually yeah, a Gallup yeah. poll, just like where Mason There's got a Gallup poll. A Gallup yeah. poll, I read. Do you wash your feet? Right. Yeah, it was and... the next question after who should win producer of the year. <laughs> yes. 96% of people said they don't oh, wash their 96%. feet. 96%? Right. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's disgusting, just let the Kaplan. shower disgusting. just get them their feet wet. Yeah. So, uh... Bergy, you got a pumice stone? Let me get yeah, one of those. I have a pump. I have an extra. I have extra ones. I'll bring. Oh, you one. let me get one. Yeah. When are you in? They're yeah, secondhand. I'll see, you at, I'll see you at the Mandy's. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. unused, Air still in the package. Stones? I have yeah. some underneath my. Can underneath I my borrow sink. your pumice stone? You, have, you can have a new one. I will bring you a pumice stone on Monday. <laughs> okay. Yo, can I use your chapstick too? No, oh, that's God. weird. Don't that's ever do that. Disgusting. All right, that's it. That's it. We're done here. Yeah, I'm done here. Stupidity. Stupidity. A full show of stupidity, not just 75 minutes. I know. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Shinano and Cappy coming up next tomorrow, big day, Effort Friday, and the day before the, the Mandy's. We only have a night, uh, a short show tomorrow, though. But, unfortunately, but it will be celebratory. But, but for you guys, yeah. I mean, it is the engine driving to the Mandy's. Let's go, Caboose. All yeah. right. <laughs> See you tomorrow, seven ten ESPN. <laughs> Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Bing, bada, bing. Boom, bada, bop. What's with these San Diego posts? I didn't even see those. Go to my story on Instagram. Oh, my God. There's a guy who you'll know. I know him? Yeah. You'll know his, his Instagram account for sure. Oh, okay. Guy's name is Michael Morales. Sound familiar? 
Um, is he the kid that does the videos at Crypto? Right. Okay. So, so he put out this video today that he sent to me. And on one side of the screen, like the upper part of the screen, it's me standing there talking to our boy Kevin Harlan before a Laker game. Mm-hmm. And on the bottom part of the screen, he's got Austin Reeves sitting on the bench. And he asks somebody, hey, is Mason going to beat Cappy for host of the year? And Austin Reeves turns around and says, hell no. So, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's it's Michael Morales' deal. Shout yeah, he's not a you, San Diego guy. He's an L.A. guy. Yeah, he is an L.A. guy. Yeah, Michael Morales. He has a, he did a funny video once of me talking to Malika Andrews, and Malika's, like, exasperated as I um, I asked her, like, a question, and he, and he wrote, what did Sedano ask Malika? And then, like, everybody's commenting, wondering what I was saying. Um, I think it was something like I just wanted the series to extend like as much as it could for our own benefit. Has um, anybody invited Malika to the Mandy's? Malika's at the finals. Yeah, she's working. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Now I have, by the way, George, I've been receiving a lot of last minute, hey, can nope. I get a ticket? Hey, can I get a ticket kind of a thing? Nope. So to your point, my answer would be no. And what have you told these people? Yes, of course. I've told them yes, naturally. <sighs> no wonder yeah. Christopher has all these nuts. But here's the deal. Rather than include Chris so that there aren't more knots the size of my little pea head in his back, okay, I acknowledge I got a small head, you know, Beetlejuice small, you know, but I've been getting people who've been hitting me up saying, hey, I bought tickets and for whatever reason I can't go. One guy told me, hey, uh, a military commitment happened and now I got to take off. He's like, so could I give you these tickets? Would you put them in somebody's hands? So all of a sudden I'm sitting on some tickets right now, George. Oh, okay. And I got a lot of requests. Okay. So it's kind of like when you're in the in the NBA Finals and you don't want to mess with tickets, so you have to hand it off to somebody in your crew. Mm-hmm. I got to hand this off to somebody in my crew. You do? Laura, you got an extra ticket too? I have an extra ticket that somebody hit me up and told me that they couldn't make it. It's one ticket, and they're not charging for it. They're gifting it because they feel really bad they can't go. Okay. George, you got any extra tickets? I, I do not. You got any late requests? I do not. If somebody calls you and says, hey, you got me or what? I don't. I would say, no, I don't got you. Hmm. I don't, I'm not Ticketmaster, bro. He'd I, say, you're bad. I tell people all the time that. people. You know how many people, I mean, I'm sure this happened. Well, this clearly, we know. You talk about this all the time. People <laughs> come to you about tickets. And I always tell people, no, bro, I'm not Ticketmaster, StubHub. I'm none of that. Um, not any of those guys. Nope. You find your own tickets. Oh, wow. Yeah. I know. I felt so guilty last night. I invited a friend of mine to go see Kevin Hart on Friday night. Mm -hmm. And I only had one ticket. Uh, And in fact, I didn't even buy the tickets. A friend bought four, and there were three of us, and I invited this dude, and he's like, hey, you got one for my wife? I'm like, no. Next thing you know, I'm sitting at dinner looking through, like, you know, trying to find another ticket, because now I feel guilty that I invited him, but not his wife. So that's me. I do. I sort of play Ticketmaster. I got a bunch of Mandy's tickets that people have been hooking me up with. And then I got a bunch of people that have been asking me for well, Mandy's tickets. there's people in the Sedano and Cap circle of trust that either yeah. have tickets that they can't use or want tickets. So if you want to go there, you can exchange there. Go to the go to Twitter. Go to the community section. In the search bar, type in Sedano and Cap and ask for permission to come in, and I will approve it. And you because can remember, deal with it there. Because remember, he will approve it. Just so you know, the dictator We'll approve it. Oh, well, I, I always check. Well, I, I the only reason there's an approval process is because we started getting bots, and I had to kick a bunch of bots yeah, out. Yeah, ever since well, Elon took over, the, and, the bots were like crazy. But, but, but listen, you got to be careful. you got to play by the rules in the circle of trust, because again, the dictator 
could send you to hell on a one-way ticket. That's true. Um, by the way, I'm not the only one that's kicked people out of this, uh, the circle of trust. I haven't kicked anybody out. I've only kicked out one person. Okay. What and I told them do? repeatedly to stop being a pain in the ass. What'd they do? I don't need to get into it. Oh, really? They were just, it wasn't even towards me. It was towards other people on the was show. It towards me? Did you have my back? It, you were one of the targets, yes. Okay. All right. It was basically everyone else. And then he tried to do the buttering me up thing. Uh-huh. Like was it Greg and PV? It was not Greg and PV. Okay. Um, he was trying to do the thing like, I love you, bro, but the rest of the crew, blah, 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 blah. And he was, you know, he was giving me like, uh, you know, and I was like, nah, I'm not having that, bro. We're, you know, all we're for one. We're a family. One. Yeah. All for one, Stick one together. for all. You what know? about the guy who today suggested that, that we were having a legitimate civil war over body wash versus body soap. No, I told real. I told that guy. I mean, at one point I was trying to watch Succession <laughs> last night and then like that guy was tweeting and I was just like I gave him the eventual, "Okay, bro, cool." Okay, you're you're trying to beat me to the finale of Succession. Yeah. And it's a race. So where are you at? I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> this kid probably stayed up last night after the NBA Finals game 3. Like he was probably so jacked. He was probably like, "Gosh, the heat I can't believe the Heat lost at home. Nah, I, can't I knew this series. Where's was, the culture? I knew the series was going to come back two two to Denver, so I'm yeah. not really worried. I think it's going back three one to Denver. I'll tell you this okay. though. We'll see. Yesterday, you and I were having this conversation about um, you were talking about the Action Network yesterday, mm-hmm. and I said to you before you started telling me about all the where the money was going, I was like, George, if I'm going to pick somebody to win tonight's game, I'm going to take Miami, and I think Miami was a three and a half point underdog in the game. And I said, I'm taking Miami to win. They're home. They got their own cars. They got their own locker room. They're sleeping in their own beds. They got their family, et cetera. I think that, you know, they got their crowd. I, I'm going to take Miami to win. And then you started telling us yesterday about that the sh- the public was on the the Nuggets and the Sharps were on the Heat. And Vegas yes. took a bath yes. um, because there was way more money on the Nuggets yesterday than there was on Miami. But once you started to tell me the story about the Sharps, and the sharps have the heat, and all this sharp, smart, you know, uh, good fella money is coming in over on the Miami side. You'll remember in the at the end of the show, I was like, okay, that's it. Yeah, you I, flipped. I'm changing my pick to Denver. You did because because if all those guys agree with me, I don't even agree with me. Right. So I'm going over to the Denver side. Right. And man, it was not uh, going into the fourth quarter. I'm like, okay, this thing's well. Over. And th- a similar scenario is unfolding tomorrow. Although the difference between the public betting and the sharp betting is not a big difference. So I'm curious to see if that changes the the way things. I mean, those guys, those sharps don't lose that often. They wouldn't be sharps. You know what I mean? Hmm. They'd be dulls. Right. Correct. Yeah. Um, so I am curious. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, Miami got pounded on the boards. You can't lose the rebounding edge 58 to 33 or whatever the hell it was. Like, that's just absurd, you know? Yeah, and I, I just got to say, though, that when when you go to a baseball game or you watch a baseball game, people a lot of times will say, well, every time you watch a baseball game, you see something that you've never seen before. Well, basketball's right? – well, actually, I believe that was the NBA's thing for a long time. They used but, to do the whole – NBA is – remember when we were younger? The NBA is fantastic. I do. I do. I don't remember that one. I do You're too young that. for that. I do. Yeah. But here's the thing. To have something happen last night in an NBA Finals game mm-hmm. that has never happened ever Correct. before in Un- the history of the game. Unprecedented. In in a finals game. Yeah. If you said to me, hey, this was game two of 82, and look, these two guys both scored triple doubles, and they both had 30-plus points. Like, okay, hey, great. Regular season game, played a bad team early in the season. This is the finals, and that happened. That is, I mean, historically speaking, that to me, P, 
piqued my interest. Sure. Um, I mean, somebody just sent a gross picture of some dirty feet and said that those are your feet in the Sedona and Cap Circle of Trust. Um, Let me take a look. They're pretty dirty. My feet are not dirty. They just have a bad toenail on my right toe. Right. My uh, right big but toe. But back to the game. Yeah. I mean, listen, uh, they they need to... Jokic is going to get his, right? I like, get mine's. So I, I told you before, right? Like, when I've had this conversation with other coaches, I told you Ty Lue once told me, like, Aaron Gordon, you can't let him go off. Because if he's getting going off, that means they're getting easy buckets, right? Like, that changes the the, the equation some. Mm-hmm. You have Steve Kerr talking about Jamal Murray being the head of the snake. Those are the, some of those are the guys you have to worry about. Like, you know what I mean? Like, And Jamal Murray specifically because he's going to have the ball in his hands the most, right? So, uh, outside of Jokic, obviously. So, yeah, like, you can't – you got to be able to hit shots. And, again, it's funny because – According to – Cappy, I'm going to teach you something here. I, you I, are, huh? I'm going to teach you a trained eye thing. Okay, let's the, hear about there it. There is a thing called second spectrum in the NBA. <laughs> so second spectrum is basically every arena is wired with a ton of cameras, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like video cameras. Mm-hmm. And they they monitor basically every movement every single player takes, okay? Mm-hmm. And so second spectrum information is like out of this world, like accurate. And Second Spectrum is telling us still that for the third straight game, Miami's got great looks. They just didn't knock them down uh, again like they did in game one. And in game two, clearly they knocked them down. Like, to me, Miami's offense is the problem. Um, So if you watch this series, if I would have told Eric Spolstra, this is a team that was averaging 123 points a game in the playoffs, okay? The Nuggets. Correct. Mm -hmm. That if I would have told you that they would have scored 104, 108, and 109, like you probably think I've got a decent chance of at least winning two of those games. You know what I mean? So yeah. But here's the thing, like the Lakers who when they got big performances, you know, from an Austin Reeves or a Rui Hachimura, um, or or others, D'Angelo Russell a couple of games, right? Um, it's it's performances like last night by like this kid Brown, right? Right. You can't uh, right, those are the ones points, you can't account for. You right. go he goes seven for eight and he's not just making shots. I mean, he's driving to the basket. And playing good defense. Yeah. So, I mean, when you have a role, when you have your two stars, both score 30-plus, but then you have a role player who you don't expect all of a sudden score 15. And and here's the other thing. Jimmy Butler, basically, since, I don't know, game something, I don't remember, in the last series, has lost more and more explosion because he clearly has tweaked his ankle enough times now after the initial one with the Knicks. In the Celtics series, it happened twice, including Game 7. He just doesn't have the explosion. Like, when you watched him in the Milwaukee series, I mean, when he was scoring 50 points, I mean, he was... It's not like he wasn't going up against one of the best defensive teams in the league. I mean, they had Giannis, they had Middleton, they had Brooke Lopez, who could have been the defensive player of the year. Like, he was yamming it on those dudes. He can't do that right now because... He's got zero explosion. I, well, I mean, it seems obvious to the listen, even to even to the untrained eye. Listen, let me tell you this though: you you talk about his ankle, and I'll I'll give you some of that, okay? But he's also been exhausted and like exerted so much energy for the last. It's it's George. The Heat have been in this playoff battle like the Lakers were in the playoff battle. Correct, very much so, yes. Right, they, they were they, very actually very similar trajectories. Right, they were not a team that was automatically in. They weren't. They had to battle their way into the, through the play-in. They were down late in the play-in game to Chicago. You've heard that before. They've had to play against you know the number one seed in their conference, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, the point I'm trying to make is it might be that he's not as explosive because of his ankle, 
or it might be because he's running out of gas. Yeah, I, I think it's more the ankle than the gas because there's more time between the finals games than there are the other series. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I mean, Denver was a number one seed. Denver's had a lot of rest. You know, Denver for had sure. a lot of rest. Oh, they're definitely the fresher. I don't think there's any question, but I, I think it's more like. I mean, the lack a lack of lift is not tired. You know what I'm saying? Like, because if it was just tired, you could you could muster some of that stuff up once in a while, and he can't even do that. It seems like when you watch him in the series. All right. Well, listen. If you think it's more ankle than exhaustion, that's fine. Um, I don't know how how bad his ankle is, but I just know how hard they've had to play for how long. For sure. I, I I'm not saying it's not that. I'm just saying if I had to, if we were doing a pie, right, a pie chart. Yep. Um, like the Kamenetsky brothers. Um, would like to do. They love the pie chart. I would say it's more ankle than exhaustion. All right, there you go. Bigger slice. All right. Hey, listen. Good win though, Denver. I mean, man, they just showed up, and it was a tight first half, and they just they blew them out. In the second third half, quarter. Really. Third quarter yeah. was was insane. Like that was the quarter. That's where they won the game. Mm-hmm. So coming up next, Chris Paul. This yeah. thing's still not over. This Phoenix thing's not over, and now there's more chatter about where he could be, including odds on where he could be Mm -hmm. we'll tell you who the leaders in the clubhouse are in just a second you may uh, be interested in this conversation is what i'm kind of leaning at we'll get to that in two minutes hi it's mike greenberg letting you know espn bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring the official sports book of espn has exclusive offers and markets from scott van pelt stephen a smith and me plus many more from the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Everybody wants to rule the world. You know, it is National Best Friends Day today, George. This, By the way, this song has been yeah. in a ton of movies. Yeah. Can I ask a question about this song since I don't think I was alive when it came out? Oh, really? 1985? Probably not, right? No, I wasn't. I um, was eight. So when I, I was watching this documentary the other night about the Mets, I think it was like the 85, 80, 86 Mets. 86 Mets. Okay. Yeah. And this song was playing throughout most of it. Is there something about this song and like the Mets or did they just choose this song? They probably just chose the song. Okay. I don't I, I don't recall anything. I thought it was either. weird. Other than, either. you know, well, it was around that time. The song came out in late 1985. So It was used excessively. Yeah. So it, it really? probably was there. But it's in uh, Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. Love that movie. Yeah. Okay. It's in the hun- one of the Hunger Games movies, it says here. I was not familiar with Is that. Is it not in any of the 80s kinds of movies, though? Like any of those old Brat Pack 80s movies? Yeah, I would imagine it has to be. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the things you're talking about. Hey, today's National Best Friend Day, though, today. You know, um, do you guys post pictures on days like this? No. With, no. with your BFFs? No. Like, I was going to put one up of me and Canelo. And Canelo Alvarez. Oh, you should have. That would have been funny. But I didn't do that today. Oh, you didn't want his guy to see it? Uh, yeah, I didn't, well, I didn't want... Not, it's not his guy. It's his wannabe guy. 
You would yeah. be lying too, right? That's true. Well, I mean, he's already lied this week and got himself uh, got the That's show a bunch of exposure that oh, way. Yeah. <laughs> also, he's more of a guy than yeah. than you you are because he did get you kicked out of the inner circle. So, oh no, there's Ooh. no doubt he's the right hand guy. He's the right hand guy. He's the suck up guy. So it's all good. Um, but I was going to post a picture of like my BFF who I had dinner with the other night. Um, oh, I'm having like, dinner tonight with some people. Yeah, and then I was like, you know, and then. And if I put a picture up of me and him, like, hey, look, it's me and my BFF, then I'd be like, well, then my other BFF's going to get upset, so I'll have to put up a picture of him on the next slide. Hmm. And then my other BFF's going to get upset, and I'm going to put up a picture of him on the other slide. Yeah. And then by the time I get to, like, three, four, five, then I'm going to have people call me going, yo, what's the deal? I don't make the list. Come on. You know, okay, I just, top eight. Yeah, I just, I just didn't feel like I wanted to get involved in that sort of controversy today. Yeah, it's called a collage. Interestingly enough, I am having dinner with Chris today. Um, oh, that's funny. And um, and Evan Cohen, who's in town oh, from wow, Good Karma, two BFFs. Yeah, there you go. And Andy King. I don't know. He. I don't know if you know him, but Andy King. Yeah, is that Larry King's kid? N- n- no. Who have you known longer, Morales or Evan? Ooh, um, Evan, but not by much. Hmm, okay. Not by much. I was going to say who, Evan. Ask him who else. Ask right. him who else he's known. Longer. I've known Cappy longer than all of them. Cappy, how long have you known Evan? I've known Evan for probably, I don't know, maybe 10 years or so. Me too. Actually, no, I've known him for 13 years. Yeah, probably something like that. We're all just so cool because we know yeah. Evan. Oh, yeah. aren't we cool? I've known him for like, what, under a year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, met, I met him in 2003. It was during um, when they got their West Palm station. Mm-hmm. So and I was down there in Miami, so that's how I met them. And what year Evan are we, and I, George, are we are we into the nineties? We're well, we're you into and the I, early nineties. I want to say you and I, nineteen ninety nine. Oh, late nineties, nineteen ninety nine. So like, you were just about to get married. Age. Oh my gosh, you're right. Yeah. Were you invited to his wedding? No, I was an intern. Oh, I didn't know. Gosh, you're so right. But I was young. I mean, I, I so yeah, I was twenty nine. George, how old were you? Twenty three, twenty four? Not even. Uh, twenty one or two when yeah. i met you yeah well, you um, fresh out of school so re- legitimately and yeah. uh and now cappy that back in those days like so the two producers one of them allison turner worked for levitard as his guest booker for a very 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 long time she's excellent um and she was your guest booker back yeah, in those started, days started with me way back when and now she works for bill simmons as the guest booker yeah um, and then Dean Grossman is yeah. now an agent, but mm-hmm. he, um, his dad was Sandy Grossman, right. who was the uh, producer for John Madden, Pat Summerall for many, many years. Right. He was the lead Fox NFL right. director. And CBS prior to that, right? I think so. Yeah. But yeah. He, he had a, an illustrious career. Yeah. And then yeah. and Sid Rosenberg, who works at WABC in New York, was Cappy's partner. Right. So there was an all-star crew there. It really was. And by the way, it's kind of funny because yesterday you were saying, you know, you had that picture of you and, and Boog Shambi. Yeah. And Boog is obviously the play-by-play voice of, of the, the Cubs, Cubs and Sunday Night Baseball on ESPN Radio. Right. And we the, we were back. That that was the early days, man. You were, even before that, you were yeah. with him yeah. at, when they when he was very young and you were very young at WQAM uh, in see. Miami. Yeah. Gosh, that's got to be like 1994. Right. Hey, Vey, I was still in high old. school back then. So. I know. We've gotten old, but I'll tell you, I know people come up to me all the time. They're like, bro, what are you, like 27, 28 years old now? I'm like- No, nobody no. does that, actually. Not well, with that I'm, lack of exfoliation. Well, but look at- Hey, listen. I don't know if you guys are paying attention to YouTube today, okay? But if you go on YouTube today, I don't want to just give it away, but I said it was going to happen earlier in the week, and it happened. Yeah. And if you look at George's hair and you look at my hair on YouTube, you dyed your they, hair. They're practically the same color. In fact, <laughs> my hair might even be darker than George's it right now. It probably is. Oh right my now. gosh, that this. would look hilarious. 
<laughs> um, Look at the back. The yarmulke. I had this gray patch that looked like a giant yarmulke that I was walking around yeah, wearing. Yeah. You know? And look, it's all gone. Look. Wait, so you just solid dyed it? You didn't do like the, the mix-in? Like, you know, just for men where you kind of brush it in? I know you got it done, but I feel like a lot of people with predominant gray hair do mm-hmm. a mix, you know? You just yeah. tone down the gray a little. Because like yeah. a full-on dye job is like, whoa. Yeah. And yeah well, and I, asked, like, I asked my girl, I'm like, yo, can you like blend this thing or what? You know, you got to blend it for me. And she, uh, I, think she <laughs> I, think, I think she blent it. Um, Mason just texts, I was also eight when that Tears for Fear song came out. And he says he's known Evan since 2002. <laughs> nice. Way to go. Um, yeah. It's, um, yeah, Cappy, you went full, full dye. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm I mean, with Linz. You should go more subtle. Well, but, you know, it's up to you, bro. You do you. If you love, if you like it, we love it. Here's the only thing I just want to say. Yeah. And I know you want to talk about the odds and Chris Paul, and I want to get there too. Yeah, we can get there. But I'm going to tell you something right now. Mm-hmm. My Mandy's outfit. Yeah. Is complete. Are we still wearing black stuff? Is that what you want? Yeah. Okay, because then I'll just go all black. Yeah. 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 I mean, I had bought a red dress, y'all. So. Oh. But it's okay. I'll make it work. Should we, we can find something I to you wear had black? Two dresses. Yeah, but I well the other. You're, yeah, we had yeah. so we we ordered some dresses, more dresses, but and then, then they're not getting they're, here. They're just like not going to be here in time, and we ordered yeah. them two weeks ago. I mean, really? uh, so are we doing some uh, some semblance of black something? Is what you're saying Most in the attire? Do, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. fine. You can figure something out. Well, I'm gonna wear the red one at least to the red carpet because I already bought it. Right. So and when I do. show up on the red carpet, I just want everybody to know two things. Remember, my my least favorite phrase of 2022-23 is. Give him his flowers. Are you going to be wearing a ugly flower kind of thing ensemble I'm, I'm not with the say Fuji anything. cap? I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to say remember that I don't like the phrase give him his flowers and remember that my black Air Force Ones are the ugliest sneakers on the planet and two things. One, Boy, I do not really want smoke. you're really leaving people hanging there, Cappy. Well, <laughs> I, but, I want, but you see, Lindsay, last year I thought I had made this very obvious suit that everybody was going to get the the gig. You know, everybody's going to get the, the we joke. We still don't get the joke. Right. That's my point. So now I'm kind of giving you some some lead time. Like, check me out. These are things I've been talking about on the radio. There, there's a theme to my drip, Lindsay. Baseball. Okay, what was your theme last year again, though? My theme last year was support the sponsor and promote the show. Oh, okay. This year I'm choosing to uh, t- to dress based on the things that I've talked about. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think you guys are going to be super impressed, too. I mean, I am just, I am loving my new drip. Loving it. And I, I honestly, I love it so much, I'm actually thinking about not only wearing it to the Mandy's, but breaking it out for a second and final time for opening day at Del Mar. That's how dope I think it is. What do you think of that, George? <laughs> okay, cool. All right, you'll judge for yourself, pal. I, I'm sure it'll look great, Cappy. I said, if you like it, I love it. Okay, thank you. It's just, a red, it's just a red carpet thing, though. Okay. Um, we probably should just do the Chris Paul thing in the next segment because we've just literally just blown through the entire segment. That's all right. Yeah. But first, what we'll do is we'll get to the Chris Paul odds. You're going to want to listen to that because let's just say the LA teams are uh, in the mix. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, Damian Lillard with an interesting um, admission recently, which I thought was fascinating. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ego! More than words is all I have to... Oh, wrong line. You too show that you wouldn't have to say that you love me cause I'd already know Cap, do you know who remade this song? Um, I do recall a remake. I couldn't, I don't think I could tell you who did it. Who did it? He's a San Diego guy. Who that? Frankie J. Frankie J. Mm-hmm. Oh my dog! That's really your dog. Sh- no, I don't no. know who Frankie J. Is oh, okay. I, is he the guy who sang "Sugar Sugar"? How you get that's so Baby Bash, oh. but he was featured in it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh, Frankie J. Otherwise, I don't know who he is either. Cap. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> um, but the but the guys who sing that song, the song of uh, the group is called Extreme. Yeah. And there were two guys, and they were both guys with this long, straight black hair. I, yeah. I wish I could remember their their names, and I'm embarrassed that I can't. Well, did you know? Were, you know what? Yes, we, they are seven ten listeners. I was just gonna say they called the they called the show. Yes, I remember. Yeah. yeah, I remember they called. I think it was you and LZ were on the air. Doesn't that sound right? Yes, yes. And I'm trying to remember the guy's name. And he called. He's like, "Yo, guys, I'm the lead singer from Extreme." Yeah. And I was like, like I was so jealous, man. Yeah. It's like I want to talk to that guy. Yeah. I loved Extreme. Yeah. Um. I'm. It, it, I think the, his name was Paul. If I recall, Paul what? Correct. I don't remember. Oh, all right. Well, I mean, it's not that hard. No, it was Nuno Betancourt. Yes. That's who it was. Yes. It was Nuno, Nuno. Betancourt. Nuno. Yes. Hey, shout out to you, Nuno. Yeah. Love to have you on sometime, bro. Yeah, it was Nuno Betancourt. That's Let's who talk about that that song, that arrangement. Let's talk about that acoustic set. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he Maybe did. Maybe you want to come to the Mandy's? It was years ago. You want him, you're inviting him to the Mandy's? <laughs> hey, Nuno. Just stop, Cap. You want to come to the Mandy's, dude? I'll even get you up on stage. We'll have you perform that song, Me, yeah. You, and Sedano. Right. I'm sure he's going to want to perform that for no money. I wouldn't. Well, I mean, he's nice audience, a captured audience, and a way to kind of restart the thing, you know, get people interested in your tunes again. Yeah. I mean. You know, you are welcome, bro. You can sit at our table. We'll move out Dave McMiniman. <laughs> Dave's not sitting with you. Oh, he's not? No. No. Oh, my be. Oh, yeah. then we have room. Yeah. No, we don't, no. actually. Oh. Are you going to kick one of us out or Funch out or no. Evan out? Okay, then. I mean, I don't know. Funch, maybe. <gasps> I don't know. Evan, maybe. I don't know. Rachel? I, I don't know. <laughs> Nuno? <laughs> Rachel would not <laughs> let you live I that. I kicked me out. Down. I give up my seat to Nuno. Yeah. Uh, all right, Cappy. So yeah. let's get to this Chris Paul stuff. So Vegas has laid some odds for okay. Chris Paul. All right. All right. Let's work backwards here. Okay. okay. All right. So there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight teams. Mm-hmm. All right. At number eight, the Rockets. At okay. plus a thousand, okay. Mm-hmm. The Heat at plus nine hundred. The Bulls at plus eight hundred. The Bucks at plus seven hundred. The Sixers at plus five fifty. The Timberwolves, interestingly enough, at plus five hundred. The Clippers at plus four hundred, and the Los Angeles Lakers at plus two fifty. Mm-hmm. So that makes the Lakers the favorite. Correct. Okay. No Suns, which I thought was fascinating. To be honest with you, George, I, I honestly feel like, uh, and by the way, I want to be honest and then say honestly right after saying to be honest. Mm-hmm. I think that if they do waive him, 
That's it. I, I don't really see one of these like, hey, we're going to waive you, and then we want you to sit over here for like 15 minutes, clear through everything, and then we're going to come and re-sign you. Well, also, his family still lives in L.A. Yeah, so I, I could see where Chris Paul would very much like to play for the Lakers. I, I'm not saying that I spoke to Chris Paul, because right. I want everybody to know, don't aggregate me, okay? Yeah. I, I have not spoken to Chris Paul. See? Isn't that fun when you can say, don't aggregate me? Well, I mean, when my name shows up in media reports with Sham Sharania and Chris Haynes and George Sedano, you know, NBA insiders, I don't need everybody taking every word that I say like it's the gospel here, mm-hmm. okay? All right? I have not spoken to Chris Paul, just so everybody's clear. Okay, great. But if I do, yeah, what I expect Chris Paul to tell me is, I'd like to play for the Lakers. Yeah, why so? Because... I'd like to take one last run at it, 38 years old. Yeah. I'd love to do it with my friend LeBron. I'd love to see me and LeBron ride off into the sunset together with some championship rings. My family lives there. My people from Allstate Insurance think it's a great idea. So, you know what? I would like to play for for the Lakers. I don't think the Lakers are going to be the team he ends up on. I don't think the Lakers would be... Maybe I'm wrong, okay? But let's just say... Mm-hmm. That I believe, okay. This is what you, just what do you G- believe? George Sedano believes. You don't want to be aggregated. This is not an, a report by any stretch of the imagination. Okay. But I would say that I believe that the Lakers would not be as interested in him for numerous reasons. For some of the reasons I thought you laid out yesterday, Cappy, when we talked about it briefly yesterday. You mean he's old? The age and the injury history. That's not that's not a small part of the equation. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um and I also don't know if the fit is right either for you know, just he's a very strong personality, right? And I don't know if everyone in there he can be and I'm not talking about LeBron, so just get it out of your head. That's not who I'm talking about. But right, I don't know if that's the first thing I was thinking. Right, I know. That's why I immediately just removed that part of the equation. Because Chris Paul needs to understand whose team this is. Keep going. Well, I don't think he's coming to a LeBron team and thinking it's his team. But what I would say is LeBron at times is is going to be one of these guys that um He's going. He welcomes other people taking on kind of the leadership role, is what I would call it. Um, but I just feel like Chris Paul's style isn't for everyone. His style of leadership isn't for everyone. And I could see, based on perhaps some of the personalities that the Lakers will have, that I could see where that could be a potential issue. All right, I have to poke a question here because I don't like what's going on. I don't feel like I'm getting enough detail. I felt like I've given you plenty of no, details. No, not really. Not really. He's, he's dropping nuggets, Cap. Okay, well, here's a question for you. When you say his leadership style, mm-hmm. how would you define his style of said leadership? Very similar to mine, just very fo- like forthright. Very similar to Kobe Bryant's, very forthright. Like, no no bull bleep. Okay, Don't beat think, around the bush, just get straight to the point. Uh-huh. And, and you you are like Kobe, you're like Chris Paul, that's, that's kind of... I mean, I... He's yeah, I mean, you've worked with me now for a long time. It's not no, like I don't. What, do I ever shy away from telling you how I feel? So, but but that's where you get that from. You get that from. No, I mean, I just feel like we're all similar in that oh. sense. That okay. that's our one similarity. Okay. All right. Well, listen. I mean, I don't want to knock you and being comparing yourself to those guys. I mean, let's face it. I compare myself to LeBron all the time, don't I? So who exactly, am I? you're both. Who am I to judge? Uh, you're both Hall of Famers. That's right. Yeah. No tiene pelos en la lengua, like my mom says. That's right. 
That's exactly right. I don't know if you guys ever heard that. Yeah, yeah. my uh, my mom, my mom and my abuela used to say yeah, it all the time. All the time. My yeah. mother too. Yeah. Anyway, look. Yeah. I mean, Kobe leader. and I both uh, both Virgos, so there's that too. Oh, that yeah. really practically makes you guys brothers. Well, I'm just saying, there's a lot of per- Laura would tell you there's a lot of personality traits. That stuff is not. It's malarkey. It, yeah, that, they're very well. Go, you can perfectionists, say. You know, they're yeah, perfectionists. Right. They're very uh, OCD type people sometimes because mm-hmm. they like things done a certain way and their way most okay. of the times. Well, look. Yeah. The thing about Chris Paul is this: you can tell me that his leadership style. Oh, might and not Chris jive. Paul's a Taurus. Oh my. Oh my. Taurus so a, strong personalities too. Okay. Yeah. Right, Laura. Tell tell the people, Taurus. Really? I did this. Yeah, she's very just, stubborn. Yeah, they're just like that. I mean, you think Virgos want things their way. When is a Taurus's birthday? May. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? May what? Well, he's May 6th. Okay. All right. Well, that would explain my son who's so stubborn. Gosh, this guy is so stubborn. Yeah. Makes me crazy. You're, an, you're not an Aquarius, are you, Gabby? I am. I'm an mm. Aquarian. So what does that mean? What does that, what does that mean? <laughs> she mmmed you. What's she, an Aquarian she, do? What's she, she do? mmmed you. Um, uh, so Christian's an Aquarius, so I know them very well. You guys are the very a flo- fluidly out there. You yeah, know? Me and the boo are uh, a lot Aquarius of man traits include rebellion, unique, charismatic, and spontaneous. That's me and the boo. <laughs> it doesn't say anything about how good we smell? No. Oh. Anyway. oh Josh said to leave the Aquariuses alone. <laughs> yeah, you tell him, Josh. Josh is in the back running this operation. Oh, hold on. Aquarius, on male, Aqua- Aquarius male weaknesses. Tell me. Oh, I can I can name a few. Difficulty expressing their feelings yep. and tend to be emotionally distant. Yep. Yeah, that's right. That's the way this the is. This is due to their independent nature and desire for autonomy. They value independence so much that sometimes they put walls between themselves and those closest to them, making it hard for them to share their feelings. But anyway, back to Chris Paul. Yeah. I don't care if he's all that. But Taurus. Yeah. Yeah. Taurus, tough sign. Virgo, huh? again, very huh? detail-oriented. Want it done a certain way. So that's what I'm saying, like- you know, despite all that, like, I can see that that being a thing, like Chris Paul in the Lakers locker room. Who could not handle him? Could I'm not, Anthony Davis not handle I'm him? I'm just saying that. I, it, not, I'm not singling one person out. I'm just saying that Chris Paul has a shelf life in a locker room because he, it, it's similar to a coach, right? There are some coaches, you know how we talk about this all the time, right? Coaches, and Chris Paul very much is hands-on like a coach in a lot of ways. He, after a while, guys, the message tunes out. I mean, it's not a secret. I mean, Blake Griffin and him and DeAndre Jordan did not end well. You know what I mean? Doc Rivers, it didn't end well. Well, look, forget about that for one second. If I'm the Lakers, I just don't want Chris Paul. Hey, listen. Sure. You've had an amazing career. Congratulations. See you at the Hall of Fame inductions. Um, good for you. But you're 38 years old. You're injury prone, particularly in the postseason. Yeah. Um, if there are personality-related issues, so be it. But look. I'm not into 38-year-old point guards anymore because I don't want to take the risk on the age of the potential injury. Yeah. I'd rather take my risk on a younger player. Yeah. Um, I think the Clippers are going to be – if I were prognosticating prognosticating something, I would say that the Clippers make sense. They need a traditional point guard. They also need some – they need that type of personality in their locker room. Um, Ty Lue cannot be the only personality like that in their locker room because Ty Lue is very direct, right? Hey, this is the deal. Good, bad, or indifferent. Um, and I think that they could use him more than than the Lakers. Lakers don't need any more personality. Lakers have one guy who is the personality of the organization. 
They don't need another guy who thinks they're the personality because we already saw how that worked out with Russell Westbrook. I'm not telling you Chris Paul will be as much of a pain in the ass. I'm just telling you, you need everybody to know you're playing on LeBron's team. That's it. Not, hey, I'm going to the Hall of Fame too. Listen to me. It's LeBron's team. Even if Anthony Davis is supposed to be the best player. They're supposed to run everything through him. There's still more, LeBron's The team. Chris Paul thing could help the Lakers solve a couple of other things, though. Uh, we'll get to that coming up next. Plus, I didn't get to the Dame Lillard stuff. He said something that I thought was pretty wild. <laughs> like, he's he's been very coy about his uh, where he wants to be next. And he was not coy at all recently in a podcast. So we'll get to all that coming up next. 